Welcome everyone to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get to our fantastic episode with the fine devils over at Jersey Devil Productions, I want to tell you about our upcoming shows. We are going to KatoriCon. It's the little anime convention with the big heart. It's at Gloucester County College in Sewell, New Jersey on January 10th and the 11th. Tickets will not be sold at the door, so you have to get them online at anime.gccnj.edu. Come see Plus Two Comedy as we rejoin with past guests Ian Rubin and Sean Cable from Underbelly for a brand new version of Ask a Supervillain. Also, we'll be doing stand-up and another fantastic episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. You can also see Uncle Yo, Mega Ran, The Astro Place, The 50... Or the 501sts, the Star Wars guys, they're a bunch of great guys, it's a bunch of fantastic guests. Check out KatoriCon, it's our home con, we love those guys. Be great to see you there. And if you can't make it to that, come to our next taping of our next premium episode. It is the Slash Fiction World Championships. That's going to be on Thursday, January 16th. Tickets are just plus $2 at 10 o'clock at Jester's Playhouse. That's 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. Come see all of Plus Two Comedy along with Jason Pollock, Schnelly Snyder, Ramon Bender, Drew Castellano, Nikki Black, and a slew of other fantastic comics as they read dirty, dirty fan fiction to you. And you will decide who comes out the victor. It's the Slash Fiction World Championships. Also, I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsor. Our sponsor this week is Amazon.com. Please click the banner below and shop as normal, the way you normally do when you use Amazon, and you will support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you in advance. We're also sponsored by listeners like you. Check out the premium episode, the Character Selects Showcase. It's just plus $2, and it is over an hour of great comedy featuring past guests Alex Perlman, Derek Badichek, and Short Stack, along with Plus Two Comedy. So now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home, to the place where wild nerds roam, with pretty girls and dudes and kids, going to cons is our escape. It's like Mega Fuckies in a star-filled sky, where you can meet all your heroes and none of them fly. We're on the road, Who's ready for a podcast? Nice, good energy. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? The same people that are ready for it. This is a good group. This is a good group. I am joined by a guy on the phone, my co-host, Will Liam. Yeah, we need something. Did you really take a phone call the moment that we started It was the somebody that was trying to come to the podcast. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, they'll hear this eventually. Yeah. That's good. No, I'm on I'm, I'm on the air. All right, go ahead and do your... Yeah. All right, we're done, Will. We're done. <laughs> Professionalism defined here at the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. And I am joined by the production team of Jersey Devil Productions. Give it up for Jersey Devil Productions. Thank you. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Hi, right, my name's Lou Bettino. Uh, I'm the writer-director of... Uh, production company called Jersey Devil Productions. Uh, we make short films 
mostly in the horror genre, and uh, we're working on a couple features, and uh, right over here is my director of photography and editor, Ryan Garner. Say hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> Are you an actual crew member of the Sea Shepherd? Yes, I was. I was just actually on the last, uh, that just aired uh, season six. Uh, nice. A Commander Rises, yeah. Yeah. I don't watch the show, but I like the idea of harassing Japanese fishermen. Oh, it's it's so much fun. I bet it's fun. It's yeah. fun. I've heard stories. For, for, for the folks at home, <laughs> he looks like he's from Whale Wars. Well, he's got the That's hat. the reference, right? He's got the hat, the Whale Wars hat. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I almost said deadliest catch, and I caught myself. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Like I'm sure they sure. harass Japanese fishermen, too. Well, speaking of fish... Okay. The uh, film that they were working on is actually called Little Fish. Good segue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And th- this was a, this is a short horror film that was filmed through or uh, funded through Kickstarter, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, we uh, did Kickstarter before for uh, a compilation DVD. Um, we made three other short films and uh, put them together as kind of a compilation because they were too short to release on their own okay so uh we did it again and we got the funding and uh little fish is is a little twisted story that um actually came up with a year to the day of when we finished shooting uh at monster mania in cherry hill oh that's a fantastic convention yeah we were drinking and i thought hey uh, a guy with a fish fetish <laughs> Don't know where right. it came from. Time Wait, out. you saw that or you thought that? You're like, I, oh, look over there. This guy yeah, with a fish that guy fetish. looked like it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the the movie. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt okay. real quick because I'm not sure if I brought up the no swearing rule <laughs> when we talked about this podcast. So just be careful with language. Now continue. Okay. About sex with fish <laughs> <laughs> on a PG-13 level. PG-13. Okay. Well, the PG-13 <laughs> idea of it is that. There's a teenage girl that uh, basically um, gets abducted from the family boat slip, and uh, when they're all family comes back from the dock, and a creepy ass uh, perverted fish man, <laughs> as as it is, like a uh, fisherman or like a, a fish man. No, he's <laughs> like a, a merman. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually a fisherman, but I okay. am, am fishman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he abducts her, and it's basically kind of, you know, torture. Can she get away? And that with sort fish, of, with fish, fish. Yeah, there's a lot of fun with fish. Let's just say that. <laughs> I I am generally just genu- genuinely wow genuinely Genuary. uncomfortable by this whole thought. So it sounds <laughs> like it's going to work in a, in a horror goal, genre. Yeah, it's uh, we don't go. Quite as far as we would <laughs> if it were, you know, if we had a bigger production. But uh, um, the more the idea of what he has in his head and what's, you know, even what we're not seeing, it's it's pretty creepy. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. That sounds really disturbing, and I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's we aim to disturb. <laughs> Now, now that should be on the the back cover of this DVD. We <laughs> yeah. aim to disturb. That's good, actually. Just put that. <laughs> Dash the guys that made it. <laughs> now, now, this this is not out uh, on DVD yet, correct? Not yet. No. Um, we just finished editing. Uh, we have to um, still add some music and some other things, but it will be out by uh, February or March. 
Okay, okay. So a little bit uh, after this gets released on the internet. Uh, so that's that's exciting. And where would we be able to purchase said DVD? JerseyDevilProductions.com and uh, also um, through our Facebook page. Okay. Just look up Jersey Devil Productions. and uh, But it'll be all over the place. So Amazon right. and... He will not be able to escape. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was a good C reference. Uh, I'd like to tell the crowd to uh, refrain from high-fiving the guests during the, the broadcast because it confuses the internet. Uh, so what about what are your past works? Because I know you, you've brought some of your past works with you. I th- yeah, I, I got it over here. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh we did a half-hour slasher film um, called Lake's Edge uh, a few years back. And, uh... Again, staying with the water. Yeah. Yeah, not, yeah that's interesting. That's a real aquatic. Um, I'm unraveling him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's kind of a slasher ghost film with a twist at the end, and... Um, uh, we were really proud of it. We did it on, like, no budget, basically. Uh, did it throughout a couple months um, in in the winter, out in, like, way out in the woods, which <laughs> maybe wasn't the best idea. But, um, uh, but yeah, we, we were pretty proud of it. And uh, I've actually written a feature-length version that okay. um, I've been shopping around, because uh, I actually live in L.A. now. Right. And, so I've been shopping around out there, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting um, the feature length of that finished pretty soon. Excellent. By the way, thank you so much for coming from L.A. <laughs> to our little <laughs> podcast here. It is much appreciated. Love to. So you're, you're trying to expand it into a, a feature length film? Yeah. That is excellent. Yeah. They, basically, that one, Lake Sedge, was originally a feature script, but you know we didn't want to really half-ass it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with um, you know, we, we basically you had, shot what you could afford. Yeah, and we were able to cut it into a concise like twenty-seven minutes that was perfect for it. But we want to really add to the story. That's cool. We, I, I like the idea of having a twenty-seven-minute trailer for the feature film yeah. <laughs> that that contains different actors. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, an and interesting we almost, theory. And we almost actually killed an actor while filming that too. Ooh. Oh. Now that's yeah. realistic. Would have made it more scary. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> our killer's mask—he um, couldn't see real well out of it, and the knife we were using wasn't really a prop knife because it looked really cool. Yeah. And, but it, <laughs> that knife looks really dangerous. Yeah, we should use it for the film. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was like four in the morning, and his depth perception perception was a little off, and. Somebody got a little cut, and luckily, it, it, it was a really cool guy, and he didn't sue me, and I'm not in jail right now, so. And it looks great on film. Yeah. So we, we learned a few lessons. Did you use it? Did you use the shot of him being stabbed? Did you, brand, did you Brandon we, Lee it? We did put it in the behind the scenes. Yeah, it is on the DVD, <laughs> which was really bright. I mean, it's, it's amazing. In case he ever there. does try to sue you now, yeah. it's right there. I, I don't know the statute of limitations on that. <laughs> This guy stabbed me, and then they sold it. <laughs> it was fine until they included it as an extra. <laughs> Amazing then, how that just brings a set to a screeching halt. <laughs> yeah. And the, the cops did they actually, actually did screech? 
Yeah. Um, oh, you mean he stopped acting? That's not a <laughs> Yeah, that's not. It wasn't. You cool. got to use that pain. But he came yeah. back the next day, so he was a trooper. That's good. But the cops actually did come, and <laughs> they were friends with the people's house that we were at. And uh, so. They're like, were you stabbing kids back here? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> it was funny. He pulled the guy uh, to the side, and, and he's like, listen, you know, they can't hear anything right now, but. Are you sure everything's okay? Like he thought it was like some cult sacrifice <laughs> or something. If you blink your eyes twice, that's something you <laughs> yeah. could do safely. We need another actor. Yeah. If he knew actor. horror movies, he'd know the cop was working for you guys. <laughs> and of then course. the cop stabs him. Yeah. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> now you said you did mostly horror. Did you do anything that was not horror? Yeah, we did. Um, the one right before this one was more of like uh, crime mob type thing okay a, re- a real short like um kind of twilight zone-ish you think okay or maybe yeah. that one wasn't but but it was no, uh tales from the dark side i think somebody said it. yeah Ooh, that that is a favorite of ours here yeah. on the podcast <laughs> yeah and um the one the one before that uh last sex at diner wasn't pure horror either you know they're all violent but <laughs> all different levels yeah. of violence so I haven't done any PBS shows, is what you're telling me. Not about. quite yet. We're working on that next. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to assume in the, at the diner they order the surf and turf to mm. keep with the, the nautical theme. Yeah. Of there, the... there is fish in that, too. No. No, there's no fish in that. <laughs> I like the idea that you have this through line that you're unaware of. Yeah. Just, I, I everyone gets killed with a fish. It's real cthulhu Like, you don't even know it. Yeah. Your own genus surpasses you. Yeah. <laughs> So what's next? Do you have anything? Well, you, besides pitching the uh, the feature length, do you have anything that you're personally working on filming? I'm uh, working on a new script right now, which uh, is more of a psychological thriller. Um, it it deals with uh, a condition known as fatal familial insomnia, which it's this really weird disease that it's kind of related to mad cow disease. But, okay, I'm, I'm I'm totally confused so far. <laughs> yeah, um, it it happens to like a tiny, tiny percent of the population, but it's this condition where, and it, it's genetic that that almost like a third of everyone from this this line from this lineage gets this disorder, and it's where they can never sleep again. Never sleep again. again. Yeah, and they are because they, they're part shark. That could be. <laughs> they just got to keep swimming. Yeah. There's a connection again. Um, so they can... Okay. If I'm following this correctly, yeah. is they wake up one day and then that's it. it it's it's usually brought on by like some kind of trauma, but um, but sometimes it's like kind of gradual where they start not being able to sleep and then eventually they're they're like kind of in a waking nightmare all the time of... Not really knowing what's real and what's not, and but they never actually get REM sleep again until they die. Okay, that sounds awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is that is that is so terrifying to me as someone who loves sleep yeah. oh so much, just never sleep again and then die. Oh, <laughs> to spend the last year of my life really cranky. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's all chugging about the guy Nyquil. Being like, come on! 
this disease is not that funny as it would turn out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds hilarious. I was trying. I really was. So what would you say your style of film is? Like a lot of CGI, I'm guessing? <laughs> um, actually, we, with Lake's Edge, we really wanted to bring it back to, uh, I mean, one of my big things growing up was Friday the 13th series. And, okay. Um, so we wanted to really bring all those practical effects. I mean, even if we could do really good quality CG, CGI at the time, it was about the practical. It was just so yeah. much fun, you know? Yeah, like, I love smashing those can- cantaloupes full of goop. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's all practical stuff? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we're we're starting to do a little more CGI with the newer stuff, but... Um, yeah, but I, I that's my favorite time period of horror movies is mm-hmm. the early yeah. 80s. I, I love all the slasher stuff. I mean, Nightmare Now, I'm shooting Friday the 13th. I'm still just such mm-hmm. a... Big horror geek with that kind of stuff. Scary, like late seventies stuff scares me so much more than yeah. anything. Yeah, late seventies yeah, stuff. Yeah, for some reason, just the scenery and just mm-hmm. seeing the seventies and like not the, could, something about the film quality. Yeah, yeah, makes because, it like real. And they, they did a really good job of capturing that like grittiness. Uh, what's that film called? Hobo with a Shotgun. Have yeah, you seen that? Oh God. And it just everything, like all the visuals are so upsetting in that film. <laughs> yeah. And there is like a quality where it looks like an old film. Yeah. So yeah, I love that just practical effects. It's just beautiful. I would like to see more practical effects and have th- those be in 3D. <laughs> There's a challenge. Yeah, Saw 8, where is it? <laughs> so we're big, we're big nerds in general here. We're in a comic book shop. You haven't figured that out. Uh, so what we like to ask our guests are, what is the biggest nerd out moment you've ever had? Is there just a moment where you, you met a director or you just you saw a film and it changed your life? So something that just overcame you with nerd joy? Um, well, one that... Well, it, it was a good thing and a bad thing was when I met Wes Craven. I Ooh. mean, you know, growing up and... The master. Like... You know, when I finally realized that, that I wanted to write and direct, you know, I mean, Wes Craven to me was like the god. He's you the know? guy, yeah. And so we get Lake's Edge finished, and I'm at uh, the convention, and I go up to him, you know, and I start saying, oh my god, I'm, I'm such a big fan and everything. Like, try, trying to be cool, but not Oh, yeah, cool we just can't yeah. contain it. <laughs> I said, I just finished this short film. You're a big inspiration. I, I just, you know, if you'd like to look at it sometime. And I hand it to him, and he looks at it, and he just gives it to his assistant. <laughs> okay. And he didn't even say thanks. <laughs> move like, along. They move threw along. it on the stack. <laughs> yeah. I was just... Ugh. Heats his yeah. house with him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that was kind of a bummer. But uh, Well, when Wes Craven's I, Riverbank comes out... <laughs> yeah. I it's thought that story familiar, would turn yeah. around where he'd like email you and be like, it's not bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> No, it didn't. It just was sad. <laughs> just continue just sad. Wes Craven's one of those dudes where I just want to walk up to him and love him for, and be like, I just pretend I only know him from the cameos of his own movies. Like, I don't know that he'd direct it. Like, I loved you as the janitor in Scream. You yeah. were great. It's believable. <laughs> Guys, it's the janitor from Scream. What's your name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a Stan fun Lee. Cool I want to do that to Stan Lee. It's that guy that wrecks some Marvel movies. <laughs> I hated you in Fantastic Four. Uh, how about your your uh, fight at the piano with? Uh, oh yeah, with the guy from I didn't even know who he was. Um, 
Craig, <laughs> well, Craig, this, uh, this sounds like a great story, the, despite it not being a nerd out moment. Uh, the guy from Nightbreed and um, oh, Craig Schaefer, Schiffer, yeah, something Craig like Schiffer, that. Yeah, he. Oh, tell him. There's, <laughs> at, you know, in Monster Mania, how they have the uh, they have the restaurant, and then there's the piano right. out there. So everybody's like, you know, pretty much getting pretty mm. tipsy by that point, you know, and drunk. And uh, I, they're they're goofing on the piano, and then somebody leaves the piano, or he he was on the piano, and then he gets up to like go get a drink. So I sit down and I start playing Piano Man and the theme from <laughs> Halloween and all these different <laughs> horror themes, and people are gathered around and they start throwing me tips, <laughs> and, and and then he copped an attitude. And next thing you know, I don't know if you remember seeing there's a guy he wasn't there this year, but there's a guy that walks around on painter stilts. And he's always dressed as a clown, the psycho clown. He's got a mohawk. Oh, well, that sounds awful, first off. You would know him if you'd seen him there. Well, I always thought, look at this weirdo. I mean, I always thought I had this thing against him just because he looked weird. I'm like, who's this guy (laughs) I think he is? So he all of a sudden starts defending me because Craig, you know, Schiffer starts, like, threatening to fight me. And he starts pretending to, like, take his tip money. Meanwhile, he's making like 200 bucks so far on the piano. And, and the guy that was the clown like slams the table and he goes, don't you dare touch his money. He goes, I will fight you. I will kick. And all of a sudden, like, I'm sitting there, I'm still playing. I'm just like, playing piano. Like, going to play something really nice. <laughs> Calm down. And play some menu. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was just yeah, that was I, I never forget that. At least I took us all to breakfast the next. Yeah, <laughs> I risked my life to cool. take everybody yeah. to breakfast. That is a fantastic story. I was playing the piano, but, and then a clown yeah, on stilts threatened to kill someone. If an eight foot tall but, psycho clown needs to be on someone's side, it should be yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never saw a Nightbreed. So when he told me who he was, I'm like, who is he? Like, who is this guy? And like Hellraiser. Six. Hellraiser Six. Think, like, something like that. It's like, tell me I'm being threatened by somebody famous or something. <laughs> In my mind, uh, Craig is sitting at home listening to this podcast. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> I'd have taken that, that clown. clown. I'd have kicked his ass. <laughs> There'd be a Facebook comment. Be like, I'm coming next Monster Man to fight that kid. <laughs> and then he just puts his arm around that actor you stabbed. He's like, we're going to get these guys. <laughs> They're going to pay for their sins. Yeah, you guys are going to have like a league against you. Yeah. <laughs> we're here for Jersey Devil. Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> With every event they do, they create a new supervillain against them. <laughs> so we, we like to geek out on this show, and we do it in a segment we call What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing. That's where we talk about what we're watching, and what we're reading, and what we're playing. Guys, have you been watching anything recently? Any movies or TV shows that... Um, yes, I have. All right, thank you. Uh, All right. Um, <laughs> well, one thing, a show that I loved, I mean, this was a month or two ago, but uh, Dexter. Oh. <laughs> we just talked about Dexter. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> right, did you... You it's, know where I'm going with Oh, this. it's just... It's <laughs> the worst ending in the history of television. I mean... Good God, I love that show so much, and <laughs> yeah, it was like 
what? What? I marathoned it. I was not a Dexter fan. I was like, I'm going to marathon it. I'm oh, going to really? catch up to it by the end of it. And I, I was loving it. I got through Lithgow. I liked Doomsday Killer. People tell me I'm wrong. And then it's just watching it slowly. Not even... Like, I would go downhill, but it has to go somewhere yeah. if it was going downhill. It just went nowhere. It just kind of evaporated. Yeah. Is that HBO? Is Dexter Showtime. Um, Obviously, I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I watch it on demand. So it's always know. good when our guests have off-mic conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Walking Dead? Walking really? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's I hard don't to imagine, right? Like right. the, I mean, I know everybody. It's do you, do you so watch it out against. of hatred? Because I, I watch it religiously out of hatred for it. Uh, I liked the first three seasons. Well, I liked the first two seasons, and then like, actually, there's only been what was the farm second season? Yeah, the first two seasons. <laughs> oh, you like the farm? I like I like the first two and last two episodes. Yeah, they tend to do and that. And then there was a bu- there was a bunch of episodes in the middle I don't remember. Yeah, you can kind of just like cut out the middle of yeah. the series pretty much. Which is still four hours a good show. So yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, the then I tried the endings are good. Yeah, well, I didn't. The stuff with the governor, I just I hate it. It was so forced, and people died for no reason, and characters yeah. were introduced for no reason. Like it just felt like first year of writing school guys were like, ooh, yeah. Well, yeah, they've had a lot of switching around to yeah. people who run the show. So, I mean, it had a lot of different tones throughout the seasons. Because, like, the thing I've noticed, and the writers have kind of implied this, but that they're writing Walking Dead to be shocking, not to follow good story structure. Because mm. it's like the, what they did with the governor, spoiler warning if you haven't seen the new uh, season, but the governor shows back up and all of a sudden there's this weird moment where it's like, oh, he's redeeming himself. He's yeah. learning. He has a kid that he cares for and back to madness and craziness. Yeah, the next episode. In half I, an episode. I yeah. honestly feel like they, they are, as they're writing the episodes, they have like a test audience that they're like yelling the ideas to because they seem <laughs> so concerned about ratings that yeah. they're like, is this a good idea? No, more Daryl. Write more Daryl. He's shirtless right that he's shirtless <laughs> <laughs> and yeah the, the creator of walking dead someone tell me his name because i cannot frank darabont yeah what there yeah uh, he said that when he was creating the the comic spoilers for the comic that uh, <laughs> you had years uh the i won't say which character but he's like i had this character die and on purpose i made it unsatisfying because i thought it was more interesting that way and it, it turns out that's just unsatisfying. <laughs> and, like, I, I kind of get the idea of, like, you know, I'm trying to make a point that, like, you know, it's not always going to be satisfying, and that's just how life is. But my problem with The Walking Dead is it's so joyless at this point. Why haven't they all just killed themselves? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got so mad when, uh, when she actually had the baby. And it was yeah. just like, come on. I mean, they always have the baby in these situations, mm-hmm. and it's like, for real? Yeah. Well, there was that one storyline in the beginning of it where uh, Glenn and Maggie, they imply that Maggie's pregnant and, like, Glenn's buying cameras and stuff. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, I just, you know, we gotta be, we got to be responsible. And Maggie's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> We're not having a kid. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's continue our meaningless existence some <laughs> more then. God forbid we had something to live for. <laughs> I'm gonna go get the flu. <laughs> anything? Anything you want to add about what you're watching? 
actually, I have to. You can make your own decisions. You don't have to look to Lou. If you, I have to catch up on The Walking Dead. No, you don't. I just spoiled it all for you. Just told everything. Okay, it's awful. I don't, the thing that I've been following, just of course I'm waiting for the last season, is because uh, I'm usually so busy and I don't really get a lot of time to, was uh, True Blood following that. Really? Mm. The people that like True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> here, it, here it comes. Yeah. Tell, tell me that it's amazing and it's a fantastic like metaphor for social. Oh, I'll never tell you that. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, is, is it just naked women? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. No, They're not fine. even doing that as much that. anymore. So. Yeah. I just think that... Well, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, right. But sometimes I want to watch naked women on HBO and Game of Thrones isn't on. Yeah, so. thank you. <laughs> it's true. I just think it's clever just how True Blood, how they've taken like every traditional fixation of vampires... And it's yeah. kind of just like turn it into this whole new lifestyle and breed about that they're coexisting with people because everybody were always like, oh, vampires, you know, we need to get out of here. So, I don't know, it just became something I just watched and yeah. just started following. Just I think like everybody did with Walking Dead, it's just like, oh, this is new, and then I don't really like it, oh, but I can't stop watching. Yeah, it's I mean, almost over. <laughs> I liked X-Men when it was X-Men, so I didn't need True Blood to come in and be the same thing. Ooh, <laughs> Sam, take that, True Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Comparing it to an awesome comic. Good luck trying him. to sleep on your piles of money now. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy burned you. Uh, Will, what have you been watching? Uh, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm well, going to th- go watch The Hobbit as soon as we're done here. Okay, that's the, an incorrect format for this. <laughs> well, I still had things to say. Okay, you're batting a zero, just so you know right now. You, well, you started also, the show on the phone. We didn't see the, you didn't see the Hobbit TV series that just started? No. <laughs> no is it? <laughs> Was it a Kardashian show? Uh, <laughs> they play the no, elves. The, the Hobbit is becoming my new... Uh, it, I'm going to buy it on DVD. It's going to become my new Will's director's cut. There's a okay. list of movies that when I watch them and I can edit scenes out with my remote control, they become good movies. That's, That's a good right. idea. Like Matrix Reloaded. Does anybody just skip scenes and the ending? And you're like, that wasn't bad. That was not <laughs> bad at all. Blade Runner, if you have to get the special edition of Blade Runner. it's the. I used to think it was the worst movie ever, and then I got the real edition without the voiceover. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is a good movie. Right. And that's all the difference it needed. So The Hobbit is three hours long, and it needs to be about an hour and a half a good movie. Gotcha. So I'll Wait, they come out with the extended edition. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Can't wait. I, Can't I wait. own Return of the King. Somebody got it for me on Christmas. I put it in. I watched it for like three hours. I left and had breakfast with my family. Came back. I didn't turn it off. The movie was still on. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just walking in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't put the second disc in yet. <laughs> I had to flip it over. Six hours. <laughs> Open up the new ones, and it's like eight discs for one movie. What? And These are like, Blu-rays. Yeah. How do they not fit it on? They're like sixteen hours a movie. That's just insanity. Uh, and I, I need to say briefly, uh, I went to a Christmas party, and I walked in, and a guy screamed in my face, "Have you seen The Hobbit?" And I was like, "No." And he went, "Good," and he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right." Apparently, it's not that good. <laughs> Noted. Uh, they went into the bathroom. And you're like, is that guy still in the bathroom? And I'm like, there's never been anyone in that bathroom. And it was the ghost of J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it's terrible. I almost saw The Hobbit. <laughs> and then it was fixed. I'm going to go see Frozen. Uh, <laughs> I got thumbs up for that one. Uh, 
I'm going to talk about this briefly because I find I suddenly feel all like I have nerd fear out of nowhere to bring this up. But mm. I saw the new I saw the new Pokemon uh, Origin series, and it is awesome. It where turns is it? out it's where can fantastic. people find it? Where the can internet. I find for free? I just Google or Pokemon the whole Lord. thing's on YouTube. Perfect. All and right. uh, you guys are Pokemon fans over there? <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> that's usually where we lose our yeah. our guests. We're like Pokemon. I'd like to learn. <laughs> Let's hear more. Yeah. Well, well, r- briefly, it is the greatest uh, video game to uh, movie I've ever seen because it perfectly encapsulates better than Street Fighter. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing: <laughs> when 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 Red Mario is Brothers? like walking, ooh, ooh. What, what did we just ooh? Because I was I was talking about He's, Red. He and I got asked if it was better than Super Mario Brothers. No, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, when Red is walking around, random people will walk into frame and say the stupid lines from the game. Like, I hear lots of people come here to battle gym leaders and then just walk away. It's so perfectly done. And, like, what I watched was, like, a a movie version, but it's four episodes of, of, like, a show. And each episode ends with a screen coming up that says how long you've been playing, how many Pokemon have been captured, and if you want to save. And every time, the the cursor goes, no, yes. Like, why would you think about not saving? (laughs) All right. And what I absolutely loved is it's the whole red game. It's the whole game. So the first episode ends with getting to Brock. And then the second episode starts with, so I got a fishing pole, I bought a magic carp for $500, and I beat these three gym leaders. Here we go. I was like, oh, none of that was important, I guess. <laughs> Let's just skip right to Lavender Town. Awesome. <laughs> I am on board. Uh, the only critique I want to give is I wish they had played for played towards the people who have those like fan theories. Like I would have loved to see like red kill blues Rattata. That's not a that theory. Would be That's a fact. Well, it's not in the thing. <sighs> Sorry. I'm learning. All right, yeah. cool. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> is short for pocket monsters. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But it's good. Check it out. Uh, but Professor Oak sounds weird. All right, moving on. <laughs> So what are you guys reading? You guys reading anything? Um, I am... What did I just... Uh, I just read an old Dean Koontz book. Because um, oh, yeah? uh, like, I have a bunch of his books. And I'm just, I feel bad just like getting rid of these books, but I don't want them anymore. But, uh, I hear you. Dark Rivers of the Heart. I'm giving away one of mine today. <laughs> <laughs> what was the book called? Dark Rivers of the Heart. I'm not familiar it's more of like a chase kind of thriller instead of you know some of this other stuff. But it's just so funny because it's from 1994, and so it, Dean Koontz when he tends to go into great detail into modems and you know like computers from 1994. <laughs> so it really kind of oh, that's always my favorite. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, but what else? I but then I had mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I just finally, I know this is wrong, but I just finally finished the first Game of Thrones book because I watched the show first. I did, I did the same thing. I watched oh, the did? first okay. season. Okay. I'm going to assume you started two years ago and you just finished. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that, you yeah. need to write them if you want the books to be finished. 
before yeah. you're done, before you catch up. It's just disturbing. The only thing is, that was really different was that everybody was way younger in the books. Yeah. Like, and everyone was like nine and... Because it was supposed to be medieval and that's how it happened. Yeah. And then the show's like, no, we're going to push it because we want boobs. Yeah. And I'm, fi- I'm <laughs> yeah. fine with either I'm, one. I'm all for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah boobs are important. Yeah. I love the show. Good. And I, I read the books, and I tell people, do you like them? I'm like, they're half good. They're a half good series of books. They're just good enough that I keep reading. Yeah. But I love everything. The sh- I like reading them and then watching the show to see the things they take out. I'm like, oh, it's such a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good at this, HBO. <laughs> Way to fix these. <laughs> Ryan, are you reading anything? I don't do much uh, like sci-fi or like fantasy reading or any type of like fiction. Okay. The two things that I have just read recently, uh, one was <clears throat> We Were Soldiers Once and Young, and that was the book that ended up, you know. The Mel Gibson movie? Creating the I Mel Gibson love movie. that movie. Amazing book, and it really just goes in to show a uh, general who spoke out the truth about the Vietnam War and was started to be publicly shunned about it. And then probably another one is called Dark Legacy, and it's about the whole uh, Kennedy assassination conspiracy. But it really goes into some facts that I had always wondered about, and now you're seeing it on paper, and it's just like, <laughs> okay, you know, if even if you can, you know, perpetrate, you know, the most basic logic necessary, it starts to make sense to you. So I was like, this is pretty crazy. So, so that one says that it's it's not Lee Harvey Oswald. No, he was basically as. He was basically a patsy, kind of like mm-hmm. the, the the standout. But there's a whole darker conspiracy that goes into, and actually traces it back to Prescott Bush. Oh as, wow! As the person who masterminded the hit. That's wild. Hmm. Which I wouldn't doubt. I, I've looked into it like a little bit, and there's a, like the Umbrella Man theory and all this other stuff. But my favorite fact that I've ever read about it was uh, if. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald did actually commit the crime. Uh, that is the second person he's ever shot. The first being himself in the foot. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, the only time he's ever shot someone was himself. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of upsetting. <laughs> so, yeah, I got my foot and the president. <laughs> was he running? It might be hard. Give him some credit. <laughs> All right, my bad. <laughs> Promptly it's Harvey. Like aiming, That's weird. Aiming down. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, what are you reading? I'm sorry. I, I wanted to prepare myself for The Hobbit, so I read The Hobbit, and I can say it takes less than two hours and 40 minutes to read the whole Hobbit book, <laughs> which is you the spo- runtime of the second movie. You've spoiled three movies for yourself. <laughs> yeah, in less time than it took to watch the first one. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to go to a Christmas party and have Will scream in my face. <laughs> have you seen The Hobbit? No? Good. Vanish. <laughs> Disappear. Certain books are better, but then there are some books that they've claimed that were better than the movies. No, like, I agree. There are better movies than... Like Jaws. I mean, I know Peter, yes, Bench, Peter Benchley's I, novel's amazing, but it can't visually take you where the movie t- yeah, took you. I, re- I read the book and I thought it was kind of cool, but I was like, this movie's so much better. This book's I, weird. Yeah, yeah I, that, that was the thing. In the, like, the, they're saying, like, oh, the book's so much better. I was like, yeah, because the movie Jaws really sucked, didn't it? It had sharks eating people and yeah. great actors. Yeah, it was a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find when I'm reading the book, I have a harder time imagining not seeing the shark. 
which is the big <laughs> thing that makes the movie so good. And there are like eight times where Benchley describes the like genital fins of the shark, and I'm like, I don't need this every. I get it. He's got them. I don't need you to tell me. So it's like, what is, what's he? Oh, never mind. I can't say that. We, explore, <laughs> we explore all that in Little Fish. All right, yeah, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Yes. <laughs> More reason to check it out. We picked up our Peter oh, is that why it's left a little out. fish? Snuck <laughs> 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 that one in. Uh, I went back and because uh, I was running out of stuff to read, uh, so I went back and I reread Ready Player One, and that book is still amazing. Have you guys heard of this one? No. No. It's basically it's the story of uh, this world where these, this video game company makes the greatest video game of all time. It's called The Oasis, and everyone just kind of logs into it and lives in that world where it's just, you know, like the graphics are so amazing, it's like reality, and like the main character goes to school in The Oasis. And uh, the guy who created The Oasis is this crazy guy who loved the 80s, so, like, it's just constant Ghostbusters references everywhere, and <laughs> it is just so much fun, and it's great. It's a great nostalgia trip, but it's also, like, fun video game, like, in-jokes, and uh, a lot of Pac-Man. <laughs> but it, it is a really good read. They already announced that there's going to be a movie. I'm going to try to play the lead. <laughs> If they're listening. Uh, but yeah, it is a fantastic book. I highly recommend Ready Player One, uh, especially if you're an 80s fan. As, I love the 80s. As soon as you said that he, wrote, you know, he created the best video game ever, right away my brain went to the, the funniest joke that was ever written, Monty Python. Oh, the Monty Python joke. <laughs> so they weaponized it. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, there's a Monty Python yeah, sketch just... where they write the funniest joke. And they weaponize. All right. <laughs> and they're reuniting soon, by the way. Yeah. Monty Python. The, li- the living guys. Getting back together minus Graham Chapman. Yeah. Doing right. His, doing his, a show, I think, in the, on TV, and then they're doing at the Hollywood Bowl live. That's – I was unaware of this. It's that, just – yeah, just starting – they're talking just, about it now. It hasn't been finalized. I know. I watched, like, an SNL skit in the 90s, and they were really old that they were in. So yeah. <laughs> concerned. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of them's just going to be propped up and not yeah. moving, and you're like, did they stuff John Cleese? John, I think he might be dead. It's the Ministry of Barely Can Walk. <laughs> John Cleese just needs the reunion so he can pay off all his alimony. <laughs> well, it's like, they, they've peaked, in my opinion, so many times. Like, there's so many times where I was like, this can't get any better, and then they just top themselves over and over and over again. Because uh, what was the name of the guy who died? Graham Chapman. When they did the tribute to oh, Graham Chapman? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that where they dumped his ashes? No, they, they, he passed away, and they did a live show to tribute him, and they brought his ashes out, uh-huh. and it was really solemn. And the one guy drops it, and then the other guy kicks it into the crowd. So the crowd is just awesome. covered in this dead it, man. I was like, were they prop? And they're like, no, that's they were that his was, ashes. That was what he wanted. That was his dying wish. Like, John Cleese walks out in anger, and then the one guy comes back, and he's like, he says he'll come back if we talk about him. <laughs> Those guys are insane. And uh, uh, now I'm excited, so I'm going to have to look into this. Oh, you know what's a story that uh, from Monster Man I forgot to tell? Remember when they had John Carpenter there? That was kind of like my nerded out story. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll go back. It's fine. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Rewind back. I can edit this. Is, um, I'm not going to. No. You know, they had, I don't know if you guys were there when John Carpenter was there. No. I've been there twice. They, yeah. they had a Q&A, and, and I know that this happens all the time. You, 
get fans that come there that just take it just a little bit too seriously. Right. You know, and we're both we're both sitting next to each other and this guy gets up and people were asking pretty general general questions. I asked about because I found out that that was the first one of the first horror movies that the Steadicam was used for. Okay. And um, he explained and gave a little like uh, explanation about that. And then this guy gets up right after me and, and stands up and he goes, uh, yeah, I have a question. Uh, c- c- how many masks did, did they make for the filming of that movie? <laughs> and John Carpenter just looks to his left and looks to his right and he goes, I don't know, dude. That movie was made beep, beep, beep 30 years ago. Are you kidding me with that kind of a question? And just, it was funny. Like, all of a sudden, everybody was just like, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to ask Carpenter. any more questions. Like, is he going to yell at us? I went to see Bruce Campbell talk at Rutgers. And they say he was very polite, very professional. But he kind of wanted to talk. He wrote a book, uh, a couple of books. But the one he just finished writing a book about the film industry. Because he's really knowledgeable about it. And the people were asking professional questions about directing and this and that. And then one guy's like, what's your favorite Three Stooges episode? And he's like, <coughs> I don't know, a plumbing we can go? Can you sleep at night now? Get out of here. <laughs> and the guy went back to his seat. He's like, no, leave. And the guy like, slowly he came, he came back. Bruce Campbell let him come back. Yeah, he I'm, made him walk out. I remember we went to meet Carpenter after and got him to sign a picture. And... Um, and I said, oh, wait a minute. I have to ask you a question. I said, how many masks were there again? <laughs> and he looks at me and he smirks and he goes, smart ass. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just imagining now just a room full of people just terrified to ask you questions. <laughs> I was going to ask about how many machetes there were. Because <laughs> he flipped out too. Like everybody was always in their eyes are all wide. They're like, I'm not asking any more questions. <laughs> He's so mean. He's so mean. <laughs> uh where were we? What were uh, we doing? Playing. I believe we're talking about playing. I, 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 I no, I, do, we all read. Oh, yeah. All right, so yeah, what are we playing? Easily. Guys, do you have time to game at all? To video um, games, board games? Gambling debts. Gambling debts are good. Gambling debts, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I just hooked up my old Xbox, and nice. I, I've been doing uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, which, which one? one? An- Annihilation, <laughs> or is that the right one? That's a good one. Yeah. Good Annihilation's, right. Annihilation's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Big Ross. <laughs> And it pisses. Uh, I can yeah, you already said it. Whatever. It makes me mad that. Um, <laughs> Boop. Yeah, my, my girlfriend doesn't has no idea how to play anything, but she she becomes a uh, was it Katana or Milana? Yeah. And she Did just, you say Milan? No, but M- Melina. <laughs> What's her face? What a, yeah, <laughs> the purple girl. Well, she um, yeah. She, she just like whips it's like a Mortal Kombat Rain Man. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> flipping all around, and and I can't win, so I can't I can't play with her anymore. It's just, <laughs> I just throw damn thing down. But uh, <laughs> I, I miss the days when you could just unplug your girlfriend's controller. Yeah. It's hard to do with the wireless. Yeah, now. it's really yeah. hard. You get to cover that controller in tin foil real quick. <laughs> but yeah, the Mortal Kombat games are fantastic. And first off, I'd also like to bring up the fact that he did just say, dust it off the old Xbox. Yes. And the Xbox is an old system now. <laughs> the first, yeah. yeah. Xbox. Yeah. It's, it's too deep now in the lineage of Xbox. Ryan, what are you playing? I'm currently working on uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Nice. Oh. That's a good answer. And haven't, good. I'm stuck at the part right now where you have to go back and fight all your previous enemies or do the Silent Realm. And I've been wanting to throw down the and controller. And both are terrible. Yeah, quite a lot. 
So, I mean, that's just what they did with uh, Zelda with Twilight Princess and just like, because going back to the original Zelda, mm-hmm. the overhead view were like, is that, I can't even see any detail. What is that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but um, I just, it blew me away. And the funny, my, um, I live out in LA too, but I've been back here for a while after doing uh, Sea Shepherd. And I beat the fir- beat the first game. It's New Jersey's Antarctica, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. I had an audience while I was beating Twilight Princess because my dad would sit there in the chair and he goes, "This is like watching a movie." <laughs> and being a dad too, sometimes they keep screwing. I'd be like, "You're not supposed to do that again." Do you <laughs> start it over? You know? <laughs> but I'm like, "You want to try it?" Oh, I can't do it. Well, then shut up. <laughs> His face is blinking red. You should hit him there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm still trying to work and finish beat that game. But uh, who knows what the next venture will be after that. I I like that you said that I'm stuck in a part because I can't remember the last time that I was like stuck in a video game. And I kind of miss that feeling of being like, I can't beat this guy. Final Fantasy X, I think, was the last time. Seymour? No, I beat him. uh, Lady Unaleska. Oh, okay, okay. It was a nightmare because she turned half your guys zombies and half your guys mm-hmm. not, so you couldn't heal the zombies. But if they weren't zombies, they got auto-killed by her thing. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Yes. I, 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 that was a pain. I, I can't think of the... Because I know I was playing L.A. Noir and I kind of got stuck <laughs> somewhere. By the way, the game's terrible. But I was playing it yeah, and now. I got stuck. And after I died like three times, three times, I got a prompt that said... Would you like to skip this part to move on in the story? I was like, no. What kind of story is that? Then he died three times and then appeared at the police station to question the man who got away. Well, now it is. You murdered me. You're guilty. Like old games, I felt like I wasn't doing it because I wasn't smart enough or I wasn't good enough. Now it's like, ah, it's just stupid. I can't jump because the rock's in the wrong place. Game designers. <laughs> like I never feel like it's my fault now. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I, I, I miss the punishing goodness of video games. So get on it. Right. <laughs> yeah, make them harder, game designers. <laughs> Will you play anything? Uh, I was going to say I played, but mostly I watched my girlfriend play Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Which I know... The, I, I know that my opinion is different from yours because yeah, I, I didn't like the ending a whole lot. Yeah, it was like they tried to make it confusing, but instead it was just stupid. No, it was like the end of Matrix Reloaded, where Colonel Sanders just says a bunch of stuff, and you're like, he's trying to confuse me, but he's an idiot. <laughs> I know what he's doing. I see through your big words, Colonel. Uh, no, no, no spoilers. And that's hard to complain with as spoilers. incorrect as they may be. <laughs> Please, no spoilers. I won't. I won't. I'm very upset at you. <laughs> we'll talk about it, Andrew. You didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't enjoy it the right way. Uh, and uh, I uh, have been playing, because I'm super up to date on my video games, uh, Uncharted 2. Nice. <laughs> the Nathan Fillion story. Yes. Uh, yeah, Among Thieves. Everyone... I'm having a little bit of an issue enjoying it, just because everyone just kept telling me it was the greatest game ever. And I had just beaten Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> but I did fight a helicopter, which was amazing. Well, they all blend together with me. Uncharted 2 is when it was still good. is before it became like uh, Nathan Murder Machine. No, he's always a murdering murderer. No, no, I know, but it's Where's less just... first-person shooter and more like adventure puzzles. Well, it's kind of like, oh, we have to find this gold. And then he murders hundreds upon hundreds of people. Uh, they were trying to kill him. 
But still, in there's the, just a, a trail of blood behind him wherever he goes. But uh, I, I have to mention the wonderful uh, comedy that they wrote into it. Uh, this one, the first one you're after, uh, Nathan Drake's, or, or what's the guy's name? The Explorer Drake, the actual Drake's gold. And uh, in this one, you're after uh, Marco Polo's gold. So you're running from a helicopter, and you end up on the roof of a building, and there's a pool there. And if you jump into it, the first thing he yells is, Marco! And someone goes, Polo! And then you get an achievement! And I was like, ah, that's wonderful. I imagine, like, one of the Nazi-equivalent bad guys is like, Polo! Like, he doesn't want to. He's fine. I will do it for the joke. And uh, that about does it for uh, what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're playing, said in a different order. But uh, <laughs> so we do it. And uh, we end each one of our podcasts with a game. So it is now game time. Uh, we each bring a prize. This week, Plus Two Comedy is putting up the Bards comic. Uh, whenever I go to a convention, I try to buy an independent comic book just to support people. And I bought the Bard comic uh, made by uh, Nikki Oshia. I probably said that wrong. But uh, it is a collection of a webcomic about a bunch of nerds who start a band. Uh, it was pretty interesting. The art is really good. So we, I enjoyed it already. It's time to be, for me to pass on this lovely book to you. I, I, I don't know why weird. I did the wacky, wavy, inflatable arms guy, but I felt like doing it. So that is our prize, Jersey Devil Productions. What did you guys bring? As, as they search. I hope it's a fish. Yeah, I hope it's a fish. <laughs> fish. Wrapped in newspaper. <laughs> just, just I was hoping for one of those singing bass. Ooh. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> what did you bring? Uh, so we have our short film, Lake's Edge. Soon to be a fil- feature film. Soon to be a feature film. And we have a Jersey Devil Productions t-shirt. Ooh. 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 Fantastic. Now... What we'd like to do here, this is host versus guest versus audience. So it'll be Will versus you guys. Well, actually, just one of you because I, I, I need the other microphone. So one of you guys needs to bail out. Okay. We're going to rock, <laughs> paper, scissor for it. I, I'm glad I spawned yet another off-mic conversation. Yeah, while they play. Let's figure out who's smarter. <laughs> what, what kind of what kind of trivia are we doing? <laughs> I can't reveal what the game um, is. That's that's part of of the the conundrum. What do you think? It could be nautical themed. <laughs> <laughs> I do try to cater it towards the guest in some way, and I did in in some way. Rock paper scissors. All right. While they're they gonna, rock paper scissors, they're gonna scissors. RPS it. Oh, this will be this, a while. This is okay. oh nice nice. Lou's Paper wins. Seat. Paper's always a dark horse yeah. for me. I always say safety and scissors. <laughs> safety and scissors. Because it's alliteration. All right. Now, what we do is we need an audience member to play against you guys. But since we put up prizes, they have to put up a prize for us to win. So who brought prizes? I, I see a toy bow and arrow. Ooh. That's pretty good. Ooh, oh, someone brought... Wait, wait, is that a VHS tape? That is a VHS... A VHS tape of Street Sharks. That is pretty... We have Tecmo Bowl on the NES. <laughs> I like that you didn't have to read that. You just knew. <laughs> that's, that's pretty spectacular. Uh, Thunderbolts, the graphic novel. Uh, and what we have? Hello Kitty 2007 
a, a Hello Kitty 2007 Accord. You mean a vehicle? <laughs> I don't think you can give that away. I feel yeah, do you like, have the deed? Yeah, we're going to need... I need paperwork. Yeah. I'm not just going to steal the key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get arrested for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. An easy crime is not a price. <laughs> are, are you actually offering any of those things right now? All right. <laughs> An Asian man's pants. I'll bet uh, the location of a house that the door's unlocked. <laughs> Ooh. So, Ryan, as our guest, it is up to you. So you have the choice of the Thunderbolts graphic novel, the Toy Bow and Arrow, mm. Tecmo Bowl on NES, Street Charts on VHS, or an Asian man's pants. <laughs> Man. Yeah, tough, right? I've always wanted a pair of Asian man's pants. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. That bow and arrow is just... It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's got the whole, like, yeah. Like, I, I could it's got be, a I quiver. Could, I could pretend to be Link. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Hawkeye, Katniss, to, the new it's, Tomb Raider. It's got a pretty solid, Legolas. like, Nickelodeon double dare yeah. color scheme as well. <laughs> Got some boppet colors. So, so is that your official choice? I'm gonna go with the arrow. Nice bow and arrow. Come on up here. Ironically, that was passed down by like four people. I think it was Brian, then Becca, then Paul, then me. So, oh, and, and what is your name? Please do not fire the bow and arrow. <laughs> No! I'm just going to no. load it. No, don't, no. <laughs> this, that is not Podcast yours used yet. used to be fun. <laughs> Name's Jen. Hi, Jen. Uh, we need to stop bringing weapons and explosives. Okay? We've had a really bad stream, okay, with the prices. Because we have bow and arrow, then we had fireworks, then we had, we had tequila and pornography. This is all unacceptable here. This is where fun begins, guys. This is not... Look at those colors. Those and arrows are pretty fun, though. All right. Uh, So, uh, I I thought uh, Little Fish sounded kind of like... For a horror movie, it's kind of a cute name. So, we're going to play a game called G-Rated. I will give you the G-Rated synopsis of an R-Rated movie. Nice. (laughs) Nice. So you need to tell me which R-rated film I am describing. For an ex- for example, two kids get invited to a grandfather's amusement park where they get into some trouble. Jurassic Park. So, <laughs> nice, nice. So that that is how this game is going to work. So j- just to go through the rules, each contestant will be given a question. If you get the question right, you'll be given a point. If you get the question wrong, you don't get any points. If you don't think you know the answer, you can dare one of your other contestants. Double dare. It fits the bow and arrow color scheme. Uh, to answer the question. If they get it wrong, you will receive a point. If they get it right, they'll receive two points. So use caution. If you've been dared and you don't know the answer, you can dare the remaining contestant. If they get it wrong, both other members will get two points. But if they get it right, they will receive four points. Use caution in your dares. Sometimes getting it wrong is just better. All right, and uh, Jen, as the uh, 
as our guest from the audience, you get to go first. I have a total of 18 questions. Which question would you like to hear? By the way, did everyone understand the rules? Yeah, they made, I got they made it. very little sense. I was here last time. People playing, did, did we get the rules? Yeah. Cool. Totally. Sure. She seems confident. <laughs> Can I have like a... Like, I was thinking the whole entire time while you're doing the dares, like of Christmas story, it was like, the mother of all dares, the triple dog dare. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, maybe you should have been listening <laughs> instead, instead of thinking instead that. Of, instead of self-quoting <laughs> a Christmas story, but... Well, I know what's going on. It's okay. All right, all right Jen. One through 18, which question would you like? Three. Question three. A man learns the value of love and life with the help of his imaginary friend. Jen is thinking it over. (laughs) Do not look to the audience for help. I saw that. I can't see the audience, sorry. I have no idea. You have no idea? No idea. Are you going to just get it wrong, or do you want to dare someone else to possibly answer? I'll dare Will. Will? Pass to you. Mm, I'm going to dare Ryan. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> this is for four points now. No, yeah, get I, I have get it him. in my hand. I wrote He this. thinks he has all the power because he has the notebook. <laughs> I'd like to remind the audience that they cannot be heard on the podcast and should be quiet. <laughs> Unless laughter's okay. Laughter's cool. <laughs> Ryan, it's down to you. Some man backed into the corner now? Yes. yes. You, yeah, you have no one left to, to dare. Go. You have to answer this question. A man learns the value of love and life with the help of his imaginary friend. <laughs> I, I give up. Giving up. <laughs> Lou, do you know? Lou, yell, Lou. Yes, it is oh. Fight Club. Oh. Frank, I, saw I was thinking horror movies. That gives two points to Jen and Will. It just needs to be R-rated. I got you. I got you. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen many R-rated movies, so. Oh, this is going to be cool. I'm <laughs> no, it's... it's <laughs> yeah, I picked someone underage. That would have been a mistake. Ryan, it's your choice now. Which question would you like? One through 18. That's not it. Don't pick three. I'll go with 10. Question number 10. 10, 10, 10. A magical book takes a young group of vacationers on a crazy adventure. He's thinking it over. Quietly. Ruining the podcast <laughs> with his silence. So you can either you can either answer the question, or you can dare one of your competitors, Jen or Will. What's your name again? Sorry, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not telling you. You got to know it. That is that is Jen, and this is Will. Wow. I dare Will. Will. Wow. Inkheart. I'm sorry? Inkheart. Inkheart? Yeah. 
No, that is no, incorrect. I know. I she knows it. I don't want her to have it. Oh. <laughs> That's a yeah, point. Yeah, I took the point. That's okay, Will. I, I, I didn't know it at all. You didn't know it? No. She bought that me. Mo- that oh. movie is called Evil Dead. Oh. Oh. Now I wasn't thinking horror movies, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Lou is crushing it. It's a shame he wasn't better at rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Because he'd have no, a fancy bow and arrow by now. Yeah, no, he's just back here going like, I know this, I know this. So Ryan has one point now, Jen and Will with two. Will, it is your choice now. Okay, I'll go with one. Oh. A young boy has to convince his mom that his new robot friend should be allowed to stay. I... Uh, Moaning from the audience. It's, it's a Terminator 2 Judgment Day? That is correct. Oh. See, the funny thing. Said the whole, yeah, that's the only He said the full Terminator title, 2. Which is correct. No, Terminator. he doesn't. The Terminator, Arnold's the bad guy in that one. Yeah, you would be, but you're not even playing. Dude. My, mind, my mind automatically went to like Iron Giant, and I was like, no. no. The Iron Giant. I was like, over that. And I was like, Terminator, now which one? I would like to remind the audience that they cannot be heard on the microphones <laughs> and should refrain from participating past laughter. <laughs> Janet, yeah, it is your choice. Uh, let's go with 11. 11, fantastic choice. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why. I just felt like <laughs> saying it. A young boy discovers that he has superpowers while on a winter vacation with his family. I'd like to point out, Lou definitely knows it. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, but is not a lifeline in this game. I wish he was. I can tell. Just, like, pause him in. Um. Jen, uh-uh. you can either answer or dare one of your competitors. who are both mm. sitting there looking very confused. Yeah. And dare Will again. It's Will. The Shining. Oh! Yeah! Yeah! Poker Ice! Yeah. Fantastically poker face. Yes. Yeah, really. I, I thought you were stumped. I, <laughs> I was sold. I, was I earned sold. that podcast. I was sold though. on it. I'd like to remind the audience that they can't be heard on microphones and just stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. Stop talking. This guy's tough. <laughs> <laughs> that brings Will to five points, Jen with two, Ryan with one. Ryan, it's your choice. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Uh, I'll go with number 12. Number 12. Number 12. A man and a mouse recount the story of how they became immortal. (laughs) You can answer or dare one of your competitors to answer the question. Silence. 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 The microphone. Dead air. Yes, as th- as they say, uh, every second of of dead air kills a, a Pikachu. Pikachu. Yes, they do say that. We say that. <laughs> yes, they, they. We same thing. Need a decision. Since I just forgot her name, I dare Will. Jen. Oh, no. Oh. Daring Will. I actually don't know this one. So I got, I, um, nothing. Nothing. R. I can't. I give up. 
You can dare. You can dare. Oh. Jen. Yeah, all right. Jen. I have no idea. Yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no answer at all? No answer. All right. I'm going to go like hit myself in the face because you're going to say it. And I'm going to be like, oh. A man and a mouse recount the story of how they became immortal. Is the v- Wait, do you know it? The Green Mile. Good, I never even heard yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not upset I didn't know that. <laughs> Green Mile is a great you film. You have to know. Okay. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you're missing out. I don't watch many R-rated movies because I'm hemophobic. Because you're what? Hemophobic. I thought you said homophobic. And I was like... <laughs> and Tom Hanks was in Philadelphia, so that movie is off limits. <laughs> oh, man. Can't you should still it. see The Green Mile. It's really uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it won that. some stuff. It won some stuff? <laughs> it did. What kind of stuff? Trophies. Oh, I thought Trophies. you were going to tell me, like, nice cupcakes or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Some cupcakes? Uh, so it is now Will's turn. Okay. Uh, three? Did three go? Or did uh, no, three I was did. the first one we did. Okay. Two? Did two? Two we did not do. Trying to go in order. Uh, longtime friends who bonded over their troubles that they faced together. Plan a tropical vacation. <laughs> that one got some solid groans. Checking out the faces of their competitors. Because mm. I got a guess, but I'm not sure enough. So I'm going to pass to Jen. Jen, you can venture a guess, or you can also or dare. You could break into giggles. Yeah, giggles is... Uh. Jurassic Park 3? Ooh, being gutsy and taking a guess. Yeah, I'm taking a guess. I'm probably wrong. But no. Darn! <laughs> is it Rambo? It is not Rambo. All right, good. I, I would have been wrong. What you is- know it? I still know what you did last summer. That is incorrect. Oh. Oh. I feel like this could be a it's, couple it's, of movies, it's, Noah. It's the same thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a hundred answers. Just, why don't you just... None of them are right. Answer. It is not Club Dread. It is the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah I agree with the audience. All right, Boo. I'm out of here, guys. <laughs> Crap. Stephen King twice in a row. No, three Tropical? times in a row. They, they, yeah, it ends on the island, oh. and he's waiting for, nah. for Red. Spoilers. Nah. That's the exact same plot if I still know what you did last summer. Though. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, it is. Rambo and did all Morgan the other Freeman do the know. narration? Do I know what you did last summer? I did. hope so. <laughs> but I'll never forget what they did that this summer. So terrible, stop. And then the poor girl. So was long ago. Hey, everybody doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Morgan Freeman. Jen, do Morgan Freeman. Yeah, do it. I can't do Morgan Freeman. Do it! That was terrible. That was Morgan Freeman. That wasn't bad. I don't What's know why you so hard I can do better. I can do better with the goth girl from like South Park. That's not, not Morgan asked. Freeman. Not what we had. That's a completely That's not different Freeman, person. <laughs> but I can do that. I'm but it was saying. a solid Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman says his own name a lot. Mr. So. Morgan Freeman likes to All go right. to the park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this will be our final round unless uh, we, we end up in a tie and we're not going to. Uh... <laughs> Unless something amazing happens in the next couple rounds. Jen, I need a number. Eight. Number eight. Fantastic choice. Eight ball. A ghost helps a young boy connect with his mom just to find out that the young boy is actually helping him. Ooh. 
Ooh. Dare Ryan. Good choice. Because <laughs> Will has a lot of points, and you don't want to give him a <laughs> chance no, to I have don't. anymore. I don't. And I don't know if he's doing that poker phase or yeah, not. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? It's a new horror Don't film. ask him. <laughs> I'm not asking him. I was asking him if he knew. Did he say yes? He did, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's that a two, maybe, for the rock, paper, scissors. Stop addressing when the audience talks, because I'd like to <laughs> remind the audience that they cannot be heard. Sorry, lovelies. Right. You can guess or you can pass. Is it? I'll pass. I'll pass in the will. Is it child's play? That is incorrect. Oh. The Lady Black. Two points go to them. It is the sixth sense. Oh. Nice. Nice. Nope. Glad right. I passed that. Ryan, it is your oh. choice. Oh, someone someone just said that we suck. What? Someone just said we suck. No. Well, you guys I wouldn't suck. take it personally. I'd like to remind you not to address <laughs> the audience when they speak because it confuses the internet. Internet, guys, I'm on your side. I'm not. Okay. I'm sorry, internet. That's fine. Sorry, lovelies. It's weird that you called him that. All right. <laughs> Ryan, I need a choice from you. Yes. I will go with 13. 13. Ooh. A man, oh, a man excels in, a con- in the country's most watched sport to remember his family. Could you repeat that again? No. A man excels in the country's most watched sport for the memory of his family. I added words to make it easier. Uh. (laughs) People are really upset about this one. People are banging things. No more rock, paper, scissors to settle things. You know there will be no tagging? This is not professional wrestling. Uh... Will is mumbling like it's his turn. I want well, trying to make noise so it's not just silence because no, no, no. you guys think very quietly. Yeah. Well, it's got to be a rated R film. So. Yes, it does have to be rated, yeah, rated R. R. You need an answer? You can dare. Is that the longest yard? That is incorrect. Is this that movie with Stone Cold? <laughs> it is not that movie with Stone Cold. Good. It is Gladiator. Nice. Good yell from the audience. Gladiator. Really? Yes, Gladiator. I was going to say that. Jen was going to get one. I was going to get one, guys, out Way there. Way to steal her points, Ryan. These, <laughs> these G-rated descriptions are just... They're un- Spot un- on. <laughs> if it was easy, it wouldn't be a game. <laughs> well? This game is... Uh, has- 14. 14. Uh... When a, field tri- when a field trip goes awry, an outside force helps the students get to where they were going. <gasps> oh, I think I might know this one. Oh, Dare Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. Her oh poker face is awesome. <laughs> and her poker mouth. <laughs> I'm going to dare Jen. Oh, oh God, now I'm trying to remember what the name of the movie is because no, I know Jen, it. No, Jen, that's like no, the most important thing is knowing the title of um, it. I called it. Oh I God. called it. Um, she choke. No, it's oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, Incorrect. Not the name. <laughs> no. 
It's. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, but I know what it is, and I can't remember. Oh, he's fine. on. He's fine. ready. He's, he's just planning sh- his hunting trip sh- with sh- it. Will and we can take it. No, no. <laughs> Make it a real horror film right I like now. That you were gonna uh, shoot it like a samurai. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't say it, so I'm going to pass it to Ryan. Oh, boy. Sorry, dude. Ryan, I'm going to tell you right now. This is for the game. If you can pull this off, you will actually beat Will by one point. Oh. Stop it. (laughs) I'm not asking for answers. When a field trip goes awry, an outside force helps the students get to where they're going. I dare, I dare Will. No. No, no it's, stuck, it's stuck on you. I started this. Yeah. Oh, you started this. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is forbidden. There is no physical challenge. This game is, this game is making me doubt myself as a filmmaker. <laughs> That's good. That's the goal. <laughs> my, my hope is that by the end of the podcast, I convince the guests to quit whatever they yeah, were brought on the show to do. <laughs> I'm going to hit my Just camera with a sledgehammer. Watching their dreams. I I give up. I honestly don't. No know. answer at all? I don't. I'm oh. It is a... I thought he said one field trip. R-rated? I thought Jeepers Creepers. No, all right, be quiet, audience. I was, I was thinking Jeepers Creepers 2. That is incorrect. Yeah, that yeah. makes Will our winner. Yeah. Because the movie is called Final Destination. That's what it was. Yes, it was, Jen. I remember the Final Destination movies from when, like, they were on the bus and they didn't get killed and whatever, and then they... Now Will has a bow and arrow. (laughs) No, computer, no! (laughs) She's pointing it at Mike Goldstein, so I'll allow it. (laughs) Final Destination, why That's clever. I had no idea. Yeah, I, like, I'm gonna so, be honest. That's okay, a powerful suction cup. Stop. All right, stop yeah, discussing is, right? visual things on Sorry. the podcast. Give it up for Jen for coming in from the audience yeah. to give us. Even though I didn't fan. answer a single one, you right. gave us a thing, and that's I what's important. I gave Will a bow and arrow. I apologize greatly. <laughs> <laughs> I apologized, everybody. I shanked Ryan with it too. People didn't. See Jen, it. when I have when I have him clap for you, you got to go back to your seat. Okay. Give it up for Jen. <laughs> And we'll welcome Lou back to the podcast. Briefly. Jersey Devil Productions. Yeah, you would have been so good. Before <laughs> No chicken and out next time. <laughs> I just suck at rock, paper, scissors. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a shame. Before we let you go, anything you want to plug? Um, well, Little Fish will be out in a couple months. Uh, you can check us out at uh, jerseydevilproductions.com. On Facebook, Jersey Devil Productions. And at Twitter... Jersey Devil Prod, P-R-O-D. Jersey Devil Prods. And the movie will be available online, DVD, and a short run of Blu-ray. Ooh. Is anyone else just picturing these guys poking the Jersey Devil with sticks? (laughs) Jersey Devil Prod. (laughs) Quit it. Ah, I don't like it. Stop it. I'm busy deviling. (laughs) (laughs) So check out the Jersey Devil Productions, guys. Give it up for Jersey Devil Productions. Anything to add? Uh, if you guys need anybody to do a Jersey Devil voice, uh, I'd like to audition myself. Uh, okay. Should we get an audition now? What would that sound like? It's like that voice I was doing. Mostly I go to girls' slumber parties when they play with Ouija boards and make them use curse words. 
The Jersey <laughs> Devil sounds an awful lot like Cobra Commander. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, right. Uh, before we get out of here, some quick business. Next week, the 26th of December, is the Championships of Champions. All nice. the past winners will come back and duke it out Ooh. for the podcast world championship belt. <laughs> no, what, what? Yeah. My belt? Yes. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Money in the bank. You won this one. I mean, thus preventing two new people to join <laughs> us next week at the Championships of Champions. I love my belt. You uh, shall not pass. Oh, <laughs> On January 2nd, we have our very important uh, show because we will not be here at Jester's Playhouse. We will be at the Tap Room in Haddonfield, New Jersey for the uh, very special uh, one-year anniversary of the High No Humor open mic. That's our open mic that we do. And we're going to have the guys from KatoriCon there. And that's a special 6.30 show. So if you guys can make it out for that, it'll be amazing. And I can finally announce this. On uh, January 9th, it's going to be Brian and Chris from American Ninja Warrior. Woo! The last name is super hard to say. <laughs> Wisowski? Was, was, that doesn't Wisowski? sound that hard. Wisowski? I'm sure I'm saying yeah, it wrong. But they're two guys from American Ninja Warrior. They're awesome. They're going to be here. It's going to be a great time. Uh, the 16th is our, uh, prom- our, not premiere, what's the word I want? Premium episode. It's going to be the Slash Fiction World Championships, where we'll be reading Slash Fiction uh, here at Jester's Playhouse. It's at 10 o'clock. It's just plus $2, and we'll feature ourselves along with Nikki Black, Shelly Snyder, Nicole Yates, Ramon Bender, Drew Castellano, Jason Pollock, and someone I'm sure I forgot. Uh, Love that guy. The 23rd will be uh, magician Rudy Real. And the 30th will be Will Rogers from Will and Bobby Know Everything. It's going to be... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's fantastic. So if you want to see any of those shows live, come on down to Jester's Playhouse at 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. It's where fun begins. We'd like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> Put down the bow and arrow. Put down the bow and arrow. I want it. Put down the bow and arrow.